Fanboys and Friends present A Marvel Cast, Earth's Mightiest Spin-Off Podcast. You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Well, I don't like to talk. But you do like to lie, which you just did. Because we both know you love to talk. Talky, talky. How long have you been here? I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. Marvel. Glorious. We are Marvel cast and we are burdened with glorious purpose. Welcome to the latest episode of uh, Marvel Cast, Earth's Mightiest Podcast, our spinoff show for Loki, Loki and the terrible, horrible, really, 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 really messed up timelines. Clearly, uh, y'all can tell I did like a certain Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day at book as a kid. So with me, your friend of mine, you know, our fill-in, uh, for Marvel cast lately, uh, and he's been doing a great job. You can find him at, a, at his own show, you know, reviewing Marvel True Believers on the Fandom Podcast Network. Your friend of mine, Kyle Wagner. Kyle, how's it going, bud? Uh, it, it's going pretty good. I haven't turned into a tree, so I th- something must be going right. Why would you turn into a tree? Are you? Do you have some I, group DNA or something? Uh, well, you know, I, I live in Florida. Something's got to keep it all together. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just say I would agree since I've seen what your governor's been doing to the state. So we are here to talk the last two episodes of Loki, but it's been a bit since Loki has ended, David. 
because yeah. you know, we had we had holidays. I I actually got pretty sick with a bad infection for about ten days. I took a little vacation before I got sick, so I came back with some kind of mystery bug afterwards. And I know we're going to talk about five and six, but I also want to talk about because there's been some developments after Loki that kind of tie into Loki that Can I think we, we should talk about. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow down. Trim the loom. Slow down a bit. Strike that. Reverse it. Can we talk about those after the last two of Loki? Oh yeah, no. I'm just saying. I want. I do want to address those in this. In this. I know. Episode I know. Too. And we will. We will. But the idea is let's let's finish the last two of Loki first. So, you know, I I I I, I get it. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure because I think there's some interesting things happening. Let me put it that way. Yeah. No, I agree. Some uh, branch timelines, as it were. But I, so let me let me start by asking you this because I I think especially with Loki in the in these last two episodes because they so they they so are together it almost felt mm-hmm. like they could have been easily one episode. Do you agree? Yeah, and actually, I will say, you know, given the episode we left off on. Mm-hmm. I would have applauded this show more had it just ended on that and gone Sopranos just end the black. Well, I, I think I think what they did, I think they they have some very interesting ideas here. No, they do, but come on, there there seems to be a lot of stretching and unnecessary uh, fluff in these last two episodes. Especially with with this one, episode five, which is usually the penultimate episode when you're doing uh, a series. Mm-hmm. Right? First of all, six episodes, Disney. How many times do I need to tell you, stop that. Stop that nonsense right now. I don't know how, how I'm going to feel about it, but I'll just say it right now. You did six episodes here. Stop. But you're doing five of Echo, please. Well, okay, I, th- I think the Echo thing is a whole different matter. It we'll is, it is. I just, it, it's, it's comparable because of the limited stuff. It's like that's not even a show. That's like a, uh, an appetizer and the moose bouche, as it were. Well, but I, I, I think, I think in this case with Loki seasons, and this is just my, my personal. But going back to my, going back to my original point, though, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, it would have been, a lot of episode five just felt like like you had Loki in the sort of Wolverine avatar when in secret went in the House of M storyline he's literally the only one waking everybody up. Yeah. So okay. So. A couple of things. A lot of it felt like unnecessary uh, fluff. Um, Like to get Owen Wilson on the jet ski gimmick. I'm like, really? Well, okay. So, so, did we really need that? Well, we we did, but uh, no, 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 we we didn't. We we did. did. No, because it became no, no, absolutely. I I think a lot of people wanted to see it. So, no. let me let me get my point across now. All right, go ahead. 
Go ahead. I, I think the uh, the uh, there's some uh, important aspects of, of episode five with what they did, taking all those characters and putting them back in their kind of their original lives before they were pulled into the TVA. Mm-hmm. I think one, it helped us get a better feeling of, for the people they were and what was the impact that of things went were going on. But I think the biggest thing you pull out of episode five, and I think this is this is the aspect of both episode five and episode six, and really a lot of season two of Loki, because I think there's one thing that people need to be reminded of with this particular version of Loki. This is not the same Loki that we saw at the end that was killed in Avengers Infinity War. Right. This is the Loki right at the end of of Avengers. So we are seeing a Loki who is going through a different set of experiences and he's growing and changing with them and realizing something. And I think as Sylvie made him admit in episode five, we're seeing a Loki now who has made friends and made and have people who are truly important to him and, and where he's not putting himself first and he's trying to, he wants to be with the people he cares about. There's a bit of selfishness there, but there's also about him caring about others. And that, yeah. that's a big growth moment. And I think that's kind of the big point of episode five is to show us how much Loki has grown from where he was coming into season one. No, I agree. But but here's the thing, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You had... What was it? Uh, three or four other episodes to do that, right? Or whatever it was. And I'm sorry, you reserved doing that for your second to last. Well, I I think because of of, of what they do in episode. Are you six, insane? Well, no, I think because of what they do in episode six. Let's remember, Loki season two was also really something that wasn't necessarily in the plans. It was because Loki season one became so popular that they kind of went with Loki. See, they decided to do a Loki season two. So I think they kind of had, there was some writing on the floor. Let's also be honest. I think a lot of it had to do with a, oh, we'll we'll get to it later, but a major decision that I think uh, even even Marvel for as unflappable as it is to some people, I I am going to stand by this. They never should have made. They never should have made. Because, look, is it a big worry now? No, he's gone. They fired him. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But I, I think personally, look, he was not the choice I would have gone with. And I love Kang. I love that storyline, you know, of well, 100% more than Thanos. Uh, Thanos, I, I thought, was a... Okay, at the end of the day, with the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. Thanos did not deliver for me at all, you know? But I really wanted them to, you know, get this storyline right with Kane, and it is not off to a good start. Well, uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. And we'll, we'll, we'll like I said, we'll get to those. But we'll, we'll get for to those. me coming coming from me, Kyle. Uh huh. 
Yeah, this is not really a good start with this storyline. Well, well uh, so I, I have many thoughts on that when we'll get to those after we talk about these two episodes. But all right, yeah. I, I do I do think that this season of Loki was definitely affected by situations with the Kang situation and with the Jonathan Major situation, and we'll talk about that later. Right, um yeah. But I think episode five really does do when you watch it back as a whole, it really does set up for what needs what ends up happening in episode six. Yeah, no, it does. I think it really lays the foundation. I think you needed this episode five and what was in it to lay the foundation for the ultimate thing Loki does in episode six with his glorious purpose. Right. And so I think, yes, there's, I can see where some people would feel like this was a little fluffy for the episode where we're coming at in at, but I think with the way this show has gone and what it was trying to establish, you had to have this episode to establish establish and justify the events in episode six. Yeah, no, I would have to agree. You know, and, um, I, uh, by the way, you said uh, a big takeaway of this episode. I thought the takeaway was they really did um, the gal plays Sylvie Ron with I mean, because her hairstyle this season, to be honest with you, sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, that was not a. It was not a good wig. No, no, it was not a good wig. <laughs> I mean, uh, season one was better. The hair they gave her this year was kind of like just so atrocious. Yeah, but I. I... I think that ultimately the episode five science fiction, what what it was designed to do was to really pull our emotion into it. Yeah. Because of how things go in episode six. In episode five, we see Loki really un- mastering the time jumping that he was doing and the, and the, the, looping, the time slipping. The time slipping, yes. And it also get, kind of just gave us a little bit more of that humanity touch with the characters we had, we liked like Mobius and stuff like that, but we getting to see really what they had lost and what, what had happened to them. I think it really, it really added something to those characters that they really needed before they did this final thing with, within episode six. And I think, I think that was the purpose of episode five. Again, mm-hmm. I go back to I say, yeah, I can understand where people feel it's a little fluff. Why was it needed? Needed and stuff. But I think really because of what they did, and I think they really did a. I, I think when you look at episode six and how what they did, it really makes that f- have more weight and feel more powerful. It does. You know, I I will say there is one thing I will give the um, uh, uh, Mobius, you know, uh, part in this. Uh, or whatever his actual name is. Who knows? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's like the show. I won't remember in T-minus one day. But what I will say about it is him on a jet ski, fine. I, I really didn't like it. My eyes were just rolling when that happened. Um, I'm just like, <laughs> why? But I will say... The part I did find funny is when he came home to his boys, right? That one of them was uh, named Kevin. 
or or something like that. And so, yeah. he's trying to set a bush on fire. Mm -hmm. I almost wish, and I know it wasn't, I can't remember the other boy's name, but I almost wish it was named James and the uh, the bush was essentially, you know, Kevin trying to sabotage uh, James with DC. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going there. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, James, if you only knew that Bush was trying to buy a swimming pool called Paramount. Okay, we're getting off topic here. I, I just had to. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm pulling you back in because we need to talk about episode six. No, yeah. hey, 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 I just had to. Given certain news things are going around right now. Yeah, right? Well, right now it's still Bruno's in innuendo. Come on. Let me pull you back in like you're a timeline about to about to die here. All right. I gotta resurrect right, you. Fine. Fine. So I've been overworked the last two months. Give me a break. Oh, you don't you know, you know better than talk to me about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mine's just yeah. Started. How long do you have till that? Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Three. I'm, I'm already I'm there. So <laughs> mm, mm, but, all right. Yeah, you okay. never leave it. Yeah. Um Episode six, the finale. Obviously, a lot goes on. Loki is time slipping before the temporal loom. You see him go through the groundhog day of trying to fix it so it doesn't blow up. Right. And Loki, when Loki finally realizes what he's got to do, um, and when they, we go back to the original confrontation with He Who Remains... Yeah, who's telling him he needs to kill Sylvie to save the loom, which Loki rejects, and what we see is Loki eventually replacing Timely in the approach for the loom, and using his magic resurrects the dying timelines. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry, a, a little tree branch got in my way. Rearranges them into a tree-like structure, which is an obvious play on the classic world tree with from Asgardian lore, mm -hmm. the, the, the tree that represents the nine realms. Yeah. And he, he makes himself the overseer of those branches alone at the end of time, basically taking place. He, who remains placed there. Um, and we see where the TBA has now kind of switched itself around to, they track the variants of he, who remains across the growing branches. So they don't have that, Kang war that's supposed to happen, um, including they mentioned even the one variant in Ant Man and Wasp Quantum Mania. Um, and then we see that, you know, B 15, because one of the TVA's leaders, Aurora Boris, reactivates a friendly Miss Minutes. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> and and then we see about Ray five, about five minutes. Yeah. Well, we'll find out come Deadpool 3, I think. But, um, <laughs> We see Renslayer awakening in the void, being encountered by our Elioth from the first season, and Mobius and Sylvie retire to observe, yeah, to observe Don and his children from afar. But I think the big thing we pull off, pull out of this is is the sacrifice Loki makes to save the timelines, to save the people he cares about, and to set up this world to this basically world tree new world tree of time now i 
I gotta stop you there. My biggest pull is, look, I, I'm just gonna say what I feel, and if I if if what I feel is unpopular, fine. I don't like what what any of these shows have been doing affecting the larger universe. I do not. Like, case in point, look at Loki, okay? I enjoy Loki when he was just a spoiled brat villain of the week, essentially. Going back to 2012 with Avengers. I enjoyed that Loki. I do not like this Loki at all. I well, do not like this Loki one bit. This is a Loki that we do eventually see in the comics, too. He become he instead of becoming the god of mischief, he becomes the uh, god of tales. In the comics. I'm not god of stories. I'm not coining him that. I'm not coining him that at all. Okay, and so I am I am hurt by what you know this this show has done to Loki because I enjoyed Loki when he was just a spoiled little brat who needed a good timeout. Well, and I mean, but I think I think too. Again, this this comes to being in the multiverse and various timelines. And again, this wasn't the Loki that we knew from the entire MCU. Yeah, I I get that, but you're also you're also getting into why I don't like what the MCU is particularly doing right now. Well, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I. I give it, it literally, Kyle. It literally feels like you're cheating and going. Well, you can do anything, or as Saint Deadpool would say, that's just lazy writing. Well, okay, I but I don't think it's lazy writing because I think there's there's a couple other real life factors in here, and I'm not going to talk. I'm not talking about Jonathan Majors yet. Hiddleston oh, okay. wanted a break. Hiddleston needed a break. He, he he and Hemsworth have been the most committed to the MCU from the beginning. Right. This is a great way to give Hiddleston a break, do something with the Loki character that kind of takes him out of the loop for the time being. And it sets up some interesting things. And it, it's, it does have an effect on the MCU, but it's an effect. The effects that come out of this are something that I think actually is some problem solving for the MCU. Well, if if what you mean is the major's problem, then yeah, they do have a nice out in that regard. Well, not only that, but but I'm sorry. You know what is a better out and what they should be doing here? You want What's you that? want to really make an impression, especially moving away from Kane. Blow up the Council of Canes. Out of the smoke emerges this figure walking toward camera. A cloak is pulled back. Okay. okay. Doctor Doom. Okay. That's yeah, what but... they should be doing. Enough well, okay. of this. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna time out you for just a second, and and, and hear me out. Okay. You because of a situation and stuff like this, there's no way you could have done that in Loki. But who's to say that they still won't do that? Because there's there's news we'll talk about here in a in a few minutes. Because I th I think there there is a 
there's things going on that are I think Marvel right the MCU right now is in a very liquid state where look, they're, they're I'm having not, a, I, look I was not suggesting you do that in Loki okay yeah. but what you need to do what you absolutely can do look Loki gives an out to the Kane storyline yes that is true but you want to make a better impression with a villain that's how you do it you make well, a post credit scene that has the same impact as say Darth Vader walking down that hall in the tent to be four. Okay, That's but, the impact of Doom. That's what the MCU needs. That's what should save of this crap. Okay, well, but you're fast forwarding because okay, because I'm I, not I, fast forwarding. I'm making a goddamn point. You're making a point, but you're also you are fast forwarding a little bit. And let me let me explain why. Because they're the well, there's I think. I, I think you're more on to what the Marvel plan has been for a while than you than you realize. It just might not be happening in the timetable that you want to see it happen. Because, dude, you, th this is the this is the plan I want to see. Do I trust Feige one iota with doing this? No, I don't. Well, okay, so I'm gonna stop you because I'm asking you to hear me out. All right. Bef I think where they what they did with Loki and what they ended up doing with Loki season two, like I said, they've they've they had to write some things on the fly in season two because of situations. Let's be honest. Let's be real honest here that there was some stuff in Loki. I think there was things that happened in Loki season two that were last minute changes. Yeah, and that true. they had to put themselves into to get to a certain point. True, which is why I never bought the the notion, and you heard it too. The oh, this was a show with no reshoots at all, and I'm like, no, I call bullshit. Well, okay, let me let me let me let me let me. I'm taking the soapbox. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna take the soapbox box for a few minutes here. All right, go ahead. I I, I have. Things to say. So, those of you who have watched What If Season 2 all the way through, I don't know if you caught or not, and I don't know if you caught this, Mr. Sendin, in what happened in the very last episode. I did. Where Don't, don't you go there. Don't. Let me. Let me no, let me no, no, no. No. Don't you go there at all. It, it's my soapbox right now. I'm 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 making connective points. Kyle, no, you and I both know this. What if is like you know is like vision. I'm not going where you think. I don't think you're. I don't think. No, 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 no. You and I both know, right? What if is for Marvel? What visions is for Star Wars? It doesn't mean anything. Well, yes, yes and no. Let me let me. No, not yes and no. Because let guess me, what? Let me I have my, my hopes up with. I had my hopes going. up with no. I had my hopes up with season one uh, of What If, and they did nothing to pay off the Captain Carter. I'm not talking Absolutely about Captain nothing, and I'm not talking about Captain Carter right now. So I'm not going there. So I'm not talking about Captain Carter right now. So let I me know exactly what you're talking oh, about. And okay, the answer okay. is no. You don't know what I'm talking about yet because I haven't said it. So. I know, I know the scene you're about to go to. So, 
at the end of What If, you first see a scene where Captain Carter and the Watcher are looking at the multiverse and it looks like a big galaxy. Yeah. Then, then a few minutes later, at the very end of the episode, they go back to that amazing view and that amazing view is the tree. I knew exactly where you were going. So there is, they are making connections because the multiverse is still a very big part of what the MCU is going to do going for, for to a point. Yeah, unfortunately. So, but let me now, let me get to my, a couple of things. Sure, go ahead. So the MCU, Mar- I'm going to hit Jonathan Majors right now real quick. Okay. So first of all, I'm gonna, this is me on the soapbox. I'm going to give Marvel all the credit in the world and Disney all the credit in the world for this concerning Jonathan Majors. They let the legal process play out. They waited until the man was actually found guilty. So I want to give them credit for doing that because a lot of people don't. Mm, Sure. They let the legal process play out. So I want to give them credit for that. Whether you agree with it or not, I think we, we need more of your... You're innocent until proven guilty. He was proven guilty. Disney made the decision to terminate him. Yeah, so, they, you know, they, they did it, that to cover. They, let's make no mistake about this. They did that to cover their own ass. Well, no. They, under the circumstances and what he's looking facing at it, as as far as the ran, the possible punishments, they had no choice. Yeah, and it was to cover their own ass, to cover their own brand. Well, but everybody would, anybody else would have done the same thing. It wasn't let. Bullshit. Did Warner Brothers do shit? When Ezra did multiple crimes? Choked a woman in Alaska when we were in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, but he still hasn't gone, he still hasn't gone through the legal process completely yet either. Yeah, I know, but did Paramount do anything with and he had more shit build up than Jonathan Majors? Did. And, look, and, look, and, and look what happened. The flash tanked. The flash was a, the flash was also a fucking bad idea from the beginning. Well, right, but I'm still saying that Ezra the the Ezra and the support of Ezra didn't help that movie either. Oh, All, and but any any company that would have had somebody found guilty like that, they would have done the same thing. So uh, that, that but what but here yeah, this is where we respectfully differ on that. Well, I, I think I, I think in this day and age, yeah. Anybody who was once he was found guilty, he he was done. But that's that's neither oh, here yeah. nor there. Yeah, if he were hired by Warner Brothers, no, those spineless SBs would not have fired him. Right. So, but those so again, spineless SBs would have kept him. So, really, what you're saying is not true of well, all companies. Well, but most most companies with any intelligence, let's be honest here. Warner Brothers hasn't shown most, a lot of them. It's not even intelligence. It's a matter of covering their ass and saving their brand. Well, That's but it. but they again, what I what it comes down to though is too the man was found guilty. He's looking at jail time, so he's not going to yeah, be a and it's, and it's Disney covering their ass and saving their brand. That's it. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a, it, there's more than that, and we agree to disagree on that. Now I'm going to leave it at that. End of, right. end of that conversation. All right. Um, but what they did do within within Loki too was they also wrote themselves a way out of Jonathan Majors, and they wrote themselves a way out of Kang. 
Yeah, no, they did. And they did it in a in a good way. But here here is here is what I think is going to happen, David. Sure, go is ahead. that the multiverse is still going to be a part of Marvel because they've got to tie it up. They've got to tie up the loose ends of it. Loki tied up a lot of it, but there's still some other loose ends that are floating around that they've got to take care of. And I think the multiverse still has a very big part in what their plans are for Secret Wars. Because I think that we're headed towards the, the version of Secret Wars where there was a people pulled from a lot of different timelines and worlds to create battle world in that Secret Wars. So Secret Wars. are you suggesting the Jonathan Hickman run? Yeah, that's that's where they're headed. It's, okay. it's going to be the Hickman run, which is obviously going to be twenty seven or twenty eight now. Right, but here's that thing's here's, not twenty twenty six. Yeah. So, but here's 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 where I'm going right now. So, 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 so now hear me out because uh, this is just me looking yeah, at the hand. All right, all right. Uh, the, sorry, the, I got a little heated, pal. I know it's okay. It's okay. I get it, but. I think Kang still has, is going to be a part of this story because yeah. I think you have you. Oh, I think so too. And they just severely messed up. Well, like, I'm not gonna case say in point, case in point, you know where they had the the opportunity to make an impression with Kang. Uh, if you go back to that scene in Quantumania, right? Mm-hmm. The whole movie was an allegory for Scott Lane and lost time with his daughter. Instead of having Kane be like some Mortal Kombat TK powers and just throw Cassie up against the wall, how about having the Time Conqueror, you know, basically, you know, you know, twist the hand one way, you age Cassie 80 years, twist well, her back. And you de-age her again. I, I don't think I, I don't I think because they were going with more of Kang the Conqueror as we would know him from I would say the 80s version of Kang and how he was in the like say original Secret Wars. Yeah, but that's the boring version of him. Right. But I think that there was an eventual plan to get to once we saw the Council of Kang, because you see three of the most well-known versions of Kang. In that, in that, are you talking Scarlet Centurion, uh, Ramata, and and who's the uh, other one? I want to say something Scarab or something, Silver Scarab or something like that. I guess Scarlet Scarab or whatever. But anyway, no, no, that's that's Moon Knight Scarab. Yeah, there's a Scarab that because I remember him from uh, another multiversal characters, the squadrons, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the point of it is this. Is mm-hmm. obviously Marvel put a big thing into Kang. They cast somebody who was a very hot actor at the time who made who got himself in a bad situation and it's really screwed things up. Yeah. But but let me now let me pref- preface this by saying there is a way to correct this. They've already got rid of the director and writer for what was going to be Avengers 5 Kang Dynasty. It's not even going to be called Kang Dynasty anymore, as it stands right now. Right. However, I think it's just being referred to as Avengers 5 internally at this point. Yeah, right now it's just Avengers 5. But yeah. Kang has a part. I still think Kang has a part to play. And this is the this is where I'm getting to in some of the points you were making, David. Okay. Let's let's talk about the news that's broken today that there might be a front runner to replace Jonathan Majors as Kang, and that is Coleman Domingo, probably most well known in fandom from his run on Fear the Walking Dead. 
and color purple right now. Yeah, yeah, and color purple right now. I'm a big fan of Coleman Domingo. I think he was phenomenal, mm -hmm. one of the best parts of Fear of the Walking Dead. I have heard that his performance in color purple might earn him an Oscar nomination. I would not doubt it. I've not had the breathing room to go see it. Mm -hmm. uh, clearly, <laughs> given uh, it's sold out performances for the last few weeks, but uh, yeah. I do plan to see it. But well, the great thing about Coleman Domingo as an actor is, and he said mm -hmm. this, he would he, he feels he's now ready to be part of a big comic book franchise like this, but he wants to be the bad guy. He's like, I don't want to do be the good guy. I want to be the bad guy. And if you ever watched him in Fear the Walking Dead, where he's he's playing a lot of different shades of gray in that show. Oh, I I didn't watch much of Fear the Walking Dead, but I watched someone of of him. He, and he is fantastic. He, and I think would, he would knock Kane right out of the park. Right. You know, the performance Coleman Domingo would put in would make everyone forget Jonathan Major. No, I, I, I agree. I think he I think he would be brilliant casting if you're going to be if you're going to bring keep Kang around. Yeah. But here's the so here's the thing. I think there's a few things going on. I do think there is a reshuffling of the deck and some rewrite a lot of rewriting of things going on at Marvel right now. For a myriad of reasons which we'll clearly and 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 yeah. you know either either you know, gladly or unfortunately, um, <sighs> Loki is a indication of that. Yeah, but I also look at what's happening right now, and I guess there's a myriad of reasons, which is a whole other show. So I'm not going to get into that here. But I could see a direction where you still use Kang because you have this multi-universal thing. Mm -hmm. I think they've already made some adjustments on the fly. And we're going to see some of this multi-universal stuff get even a little bit more cleaned up come Deadpool 3. Um, uh, please elaborate. How do you figure? Because there's still reshoots going on on Deadpool 3 from and because they hadn't finished Deadpool 3. And I think it gave them time to put some things in the script to deal with some multiversal things. Because let's be honest, Miss Marvel or the Marvels. The, the stinger there ties into Deadpool 3. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think that is going to be Deadpool. What the events of Deadpool 3 will bring a certain character back, not only Deadpool, but any other character that is now universally displaced back into the MCU. Right. So I think you're, they're going to fix some of it there. And I think they're still going to use Kang, and Kang could still be the villain of Avengers 5. But here's where I'm going with this, David. Mm -hmm. Hear me out. Go, uh, go ahead. I think because, because we know Avengers 6 is supposed to be Secret Wars. And let's be honest. there's When you're talking Secret Wars, there's two ultimate villains you're talking about. You're talking Doctor Doom, and you're talking The Beyonder. Oh, with this nasty cosmic suit? Uh, I hope we don't see that. but Or if we see it, it's in a joke fashion. But you, uh, you're, you're you probably know, you going, know, I'm sorry. You're probably going to see it. Yeah, I know. But you understand where I'm going. Yeah, I, think no, I know where you're going with that. I think you're, what you're going to find out is that whatever's going on with Kang 
there's a greater puppeteer at it, and his name is Victor Von Doom. Yeah, true. So I think the ultimate thing that they're building to is Victor Von Doom being the big villain of this fate, of this this particular multiversal saga, because it will end with Secret Wars. So and then of course it reboots the whole thing and which is which I think is the plan. And I think I think there's I think when you're talking a soft reboot, it's something that almost in a way has to be done because of comic comic book physics as far as aging not working in the real world. <laughs> uh you mean yeah, you mean as opposed to being around in the comics for 70 years and you can just draw them looking the same. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah. That uh, I mean Boy, uh, kids, I hate to disappoint you, but spoiler alert, it doesn't work like that. So, I think in the meantime, what we're going to see is, and I think this is something that I think as far as quant- the, the whole, this, and this goes all the way back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show with how you're talking about quality versus quantity. Right. Right now on the docket for 2024, we have for Marvel Live Action confirmed Echo, Deadpool 3, and the Agatha Harkness show. That's it. Those are the only things that are confirmed at this point live action. So MCU. Echo, Agatha, and X Men 97. Uh, no, I said no. Deadpool, Deadpool three, X Men nineties. I don't include animated. I'm not sure, including animated. Movie wise, movie wise, yeah, yeah. So M- M- live action MCU three things. They could sneak a fourth one in, but probably and it would probably be a Disney Plus show. Um, before the the end of the year, I. But that but there's I think Marvel is really going to use 2024 to kind of re assess their deck because and get get some directions figured out because right now when you look at what's what's filming in the MCU um you've got the cap reshoots on Captain America getting ready to start mm-hmm. there's still the talk of the Wonder Man show um which I hope gets a new lead cuz I don't I really am not after a certain fish movie, I'm really not feeling Yaya. I'm feeling Yaya. I'm feeling that Yaya had a very bad script to work with. I'm sure he did. So, but I'm like, can we replace the lead, please? Just- but here, here, but here, here, here's the other things. I think we're coming up on some kind of announcement with Fantastic Four before the first half of 2024 is over as far as the casting and it's going to start filming soon. Probably. And I'm, I'm just going to say, if that's the case, yeah, get rid of that Pedro rumor. I do not see him as Reed. I, I that's, that's a whole other thing. I agree with you. I love Vanessa Kirby casting as Sue storm. I mean, oh, getting- I do. I love the other three. I mean, yeah. you got Vanessa Kirby, Joseph Quinn, um, I know, I know. Somewhere Matt is yelling at me over the name, but isn't the uh, thing the dude from the bear? Yeah, he's doing a do. Yeah, he's going to play Ben Grimm. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, Matt, I apologize. I know you're screaming at your iPod going, it, it's such and such a name, idiot. Yeah. But, um, I think, I think this is going to be very interesting to see what Marvel does, that the MCU does to reshuffle the deck, because I, I really think they are. I really think oh, they know. I, I think they are. Yeah. I mean, even, even today and breaking news, if you haven't seen anything on social media by the time. You've seen this. They just had another major shakeup in the Thunderbolts film. Stephen Young has dropped out of the film playing the Century. I have not. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen them in Century. I, I, I'm not a fan of the Century in general. I don't. I, the concept's confusing. The concept is not that great. Well, and what's that, confusing? What's uh, what's confusing is. I love Sentry and I love Hyperion, right? Mm-hmm. But what's confusing is tossing a OP character like that in with the Thunderbolts. Well, he he was a member of the Thunderbolts for a time. Well, but essentially by doing that, your Thunderbolts might as well die. They're well, all dead. We'll, 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 we'll see what happens there. But I think... I think right now, as 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 we speak about, Man, you know what now, though? I read that news, and all of a sudden, Robert Kirkman is eating crow at his office somewhere. Yeah, well, like I said, I think I think where we're at right now with the MCU, wasn't he the one to prematurely break that anyway? Yeah, he he was. Yeah. Well, I'm apparently like, he. I'm like, Young, I'm like Robert. Shut up. Your name's not Kevin. Yeah. Well, and Stephen Young actually even did a suit testing yesterday. So that's where it gets something happened. I heard it wasn't yesterday, it was like around the time Robert broke that, which would have been a few months ago anyway. Yeah, but he, he also did he I mean up until yesterday he was part of the film. This all happened today where he's oh, dropped okay. out. Okay. Well so still I'm just glad he's gone. Yeah. Um oh I'm a big or, fan of her than or, that. and I will play in honor. Of this news, which is very exciting to me, the the scene of Negan beating Glenn with with Louise. Oh, no, 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 with Lucy. No, 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 no. Leave, leave it alone. Leave it alone. No, 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 no. It's Don't great. There. It's Don't great. I love no. this. Uh, I know, but I, I like Stephen Jung as an actor. But I didn't like. I was like, really, Sentry? That doesn't fit. Absolutely, it doesn't fit. So now I'm sorry. I can think of one guy. One. Uh, well, maybe there's others. Who knows? But I can think of one guy who would fit Sentry like a glove. Who's that? Uh, take a guess. Well, I, I have an idea who I think would play Sentry like a glove, but I don't think he has any interest in the character. Probably not. Uh, I would say Ryan Gosling. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't going with Energy Boy. Well, I think, but I think I think he would actually physically fit the role, and I think he's. Dude, I was going. I he would fit the role, but sure. But I wasn't going with Energy Boy. I was Boy. going with you know. Henry Cavill, go with the ultimate MCU picking at the DCEU's no. carcass 
<laughs> and no, no, then all no, of no, a sudden, no, no. Henry is Henry. No, 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 no. If Henry Cavill is going to be in the MCU, there is only one role he will play. And it's the only role he should play. Dude, after after the shit storm that was Secret Invasion, don't you dare say what I think you're going to. He, he's got to play Captain Britain. No. It I has will, nothing to do with Secret Invasion. I will tell you what. It, if Secret, I'm just going to say this about it, okay? If Secret Invasion had been fire, which it wasn't, then I would have been excited for Captain Britain and all that stuff to, to come. But guess what? Secret Invasion shed the bed. Yeah, but Secret and Invasion so, has nothing to do with Captain Britain. I'm saying the excitement level, dude. Well, I'm, but I, I mean, at at this point, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen either. So, no, I don't either. But and again, is, tying it with Loki, Secret Invasion, another six episode bullshit, just like well, this. Well, no, I, Loki season two was infinitely better than, than Secret Invasion. I'd still rather watch What If over Loki season two. Oh, yeah, because What If season two, which we I know you'll talk about on on here, What If season two was outstanding. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it on uh, at some point, probably on a regular episode. Not now. No, not now. But I'm just saying what it. Yeah, but I'm just saying for comparison's sake. Yeah, no, I I'm a big fan. I'm just gonna put throw this out there real quick. What if season two was outstanding? If you have not watched it yet, it is so much better than season one for a myriad of reasons. Oh yeah, and by the way, Disney, Disney, I know you're listening. I want t-shirts. Hulk smash thee. <laughs> but how much fun do you think Ruffalo had doing that shit? Oh, I, I think they all have fun doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think they all have fun coming in and doing those voices. And so, yeah, I mean, the fact that they get so many of the original actors who are big name actors and you would think may not want to be doing an animated thing, but they're all coming in to do it is outstanding. And then you got a voice impressionist that sounds nothing like RDJ. Well, that, that's almost unmatchable anyway, so. <laughs> but, uh... All right, kind well, of circle, look, I want to. I want to circle just, just to kind of circle it around. All right. Before I think when I wrap back, this up, well, when I yeah, when I look back at Loki season two, this mm-hmm. this is what I think. Um, I know a lot of people just went gaga over how saying how great Loki season one one was. I think I personally enjoyed season two a little bit more because of a few factors. I loved Aurora Boris as a character. Oh yeah, Kihu Kwan is just a gem to have act again. I actually love the chemistry not only between Loki and Sylvie, but the chemistry between Loki and Mo- Mobius um, between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I also think that Loki in this season is one of the best time travel. Did some of the best time travel. I've seen it in a show or a movie in a good while. Mm. Because I'll, it, I'll, I'll differ a bit with that, but I, I, well, I, I, what I will always go back to is that scene where he's talking to Aurora Boris, 
and you see the past, the, the past conversation and the present conversation and how what's happening in the past is affecting the present conversation. No, what I'm saying though, is I just had, I, I'm starting to get a headache with Marvel's, you know, time logic and their gobbledygook. Well, yeah, but I think, and, I think, I think they were the better one, about it in this. No, no, Kyle, the one time I actually had fun with it was Back to the Future. I'm not having any fun with it here. Well, but I, 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 I and I get that because you, you, you're trying to do time travel and the multiverse, and that gets that gets your brain a little warped. But I wanted what I wanted. Yeah, to... because, because you're essentially writing time travel as if your audiences were dumb. Well, but I also look at this too. What I want to, what I want to give credit to is I want to give some credit to the writers of Loki season two, because I really think they were put in a tough position with everything that was going on. And I think they did a very good job of actually helping Marvel and helping the MCU be in a position where there were a lot, Loki season two could have ended causing a lot of problems. And I actually mm-hmm. think it solved a lot of thing. They actually solved a lot of issues for the MCU. Uh, in their yeah, future storytelling. I mean, sure. They could have done better. Well, but I, but I think, I think at the end of the day, what they did in Loki season two could help make what the what they were trying what they were thinking about doing be a lot less convoluted than what it could have been. Yeah. Now it's uh, a, it's uh, a, it's in short, Kyle, before it goes on into another long diatribe, mm-hmm. uh, I will just say this. Yeah, can we can we put these guys on on Secret Wars? Get rid of Michael Waldron. Well, I think he's he's out. I think he's out. But the and these just get well. But he's on Secret Wars. Well, but I and think he that, might, I, and that that really makes me nervous. I didn't well, like Mark. I don't like Michael Waldron. Well, That's why but, Loki season one is my least favorite of the Disney Plus shows. Let me put it this way: You're asking about these guys, though, because. You know where you know where these guys are. You know what their next project is, right? Yeah, Daredevil. Right, and I would much rather. I want. I am so glad they're going to be on Daredevil. Now, so I know you want them on Secret Wars, but I let's see what they do with Daredevil because I think if Daredevil, if Daredevil impresses, these guys could maybe take over Secret Wars. Yeah, I, I certainly hope so because honestly. I'd rather have them on MCU that matters and well, MCU okay. to no and MCU to me that matters mm-hmm. is an MCU movie. Yeah. Well, I, not, I understand the, not this goddamn leapfrog game that Disney's created, going from one to okay, the other okay. to one to okay. the other. Because right. guess what? Not everybody's going to do that. Well, but what I, all I'm saying is, right now these two guys. As it stands right now, do feel like they might be kind of on that Russo path as far as what their path in the MCU could be going forward. Well, sure. Because remember, the Russos were not originally the ones to, that were that were supposed to do uh, Infinity War and Endgame, dude. Unless 
I credit more Marcus and McFeely, right? Mm-hmm. The Russos alone, if, if it had just been the Russos and the Russos by themselves, that would have scared the hell out of me. Because I remember well, you, me, and Dupree. Well, that but, movie I mean, was awful. So I'll close out with the with this point, what but you just said. Sure. And and this is where I think they're they're trying to get back to with the MCU. Is that the reason why the Infinity Saga succeeded so much was because from from the beginning to the end, it was a collaborative effort. Even with creators who weren't necessarily part of those of the other films, they still collaborated right. with each other. Yeah. And I think that right there is the biggest reason why the MCU has kind of gotten off the rails since the end of the Infinity Saga is because they're not collaborating with each other. Because there's so much going on and there was nobody... There was only one person trying to give direction instead of a group, the conglomerate that was... Yes, Feige was the head of the table, but there was still that conglomerate that helped that helped keep right. communication and, and together. I I will just end with this. And I hope you realize the one entity that has done that, that has made it so much at this point, is Disney. That's the one thing that Disney has been like that destroyer in Thor. Well, coming I, in I, and basically destroying their their golden goose. Well, to no, the no, point no. Where the MCU doesn't even know what it is anymore. Okay, so so I agree with you on the Disney aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But let, 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 let's be honest with you, with with, with everybody. It's Bob Chapek Disney that did this. I agree on his fair share of destruction. But not, I, I think, but not as much as Chapek did. did uh, not as much, but but let's let's look past the rose-colored Bob Iger glass. I'm not, okay? I'm, not, I'm not saying Iger doesn't have a hand to play in this, play in this but as I'm far good as... You're, good you're not saying that. I applaud you for that. But what I'm saying because though is, it would be 100% wrong if you didn't acknowledge it. Right, right. Bob I exactly that, has a hand in this. He Both has a hand in it. Do. He has a hand in it because he also because he selected Bob Chapek to replace him. That that one of the biggest things. But that's why I say both of them do. Yeah. But but Chapek is the one I think that really started pushing. Instead of the quality of the shows, we just let's pump out as much as we can. Oh yeah, yeah. Chapek was like an excited little kid who finds his dad's secret stash, yeah, hidden away from mom. So, but I mean, so I, I think at the end of when we talk about Loki, it's not the worst thing of the MCU as far as Disney Plus goes. It's not the no. best thing, but I, I think, I think when we when when it's all said and done, what what I look at with Loki is if nothing else that you pull out of it how amazing Tom Hiddleston is as that character. As overplayed as he is, sure. But he's still amazing as the character. As overplayed as he is, sure. So. All right. Anyway, so I I, I think if I'm, if I'm going to give Loki season two a grade, for me, it's probably like a B minus. So. Okay, you're a little bit more generous than me. I I give it a middle in D. 
Yeah. I, I think, I think there's some, I think there's some great performances in Loki season two. I think it is a little consistent with, with the writing up and down. And I, I know I can understand why people didn't like it. I can understand why people did like it. Um, again, it's not the worst. It's trust me. It's nowhere near the worst entity of the MCU in the past year. <laughs> no, no. Oh God, no. So with, with that, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to I'm going to say this too. I'm looking forward to actually having less MCU in 2024. I think we need it. I think everybody needs a break break from it. In that in the, in that aspect of let's see what let's see how they reset themselves. This this is what will happen within this year that will lead into what we see in 2025 will dictate a lot because I think no matter it would take something, David, and I think you'll agree with me on this. It would take something catastrophic to happen for Deadpool 3 to fail. Well, um, I'm just gonna say right now, for any of the the you know, it's gonna make a billion dollar crowd. Yeah, I don't think it makes a billion. I think it makes money. But I I do not think it makes a billion, so do not hold your goddamn breath. I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit there. I think it, I I'm not going to say it's going to make a billion, but I think it has a shot at it. It has a shot at it. I left that little window there, Kyle. But do not hold your breath if it doesn't make a billion. Well, uh, the, the only reason, and I think the reason why you can target it in the billion, because let's be honest, if nothing else, it's Deadpool which is incredible, but everybody. And I, the thing with Deadpool is you get the non-comic fans going to Deadpool because everybody loves Ryan Reynolds and everybody loves Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Including the ladies that wouldn't normally go see. Would you not remind me of that? Oh, Jesus. No, I, I, I I could mention. Don't give me that blank smirk. Oh, I, I could mention something else that I know would just blow your brain. What? There's still a possibility there's a swift factor in Deadpool 3? Jesus. <sighs> you, you know what I'm talking about. There's that rumor. Yeah, I unfortunately know what you're talking about. And uh, I will be very upset if, if Deadpool 3 does that. If Deadpool repulls that shit, it, 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 David, I'm just gonna say it right now. And, and if, yes, if, you're gonna ruin my night again. Go no, ahead. No, but I think you'll ha- even you have to agree with me on this after what you experienced this year. If there is a swift factor in Deadpool three, that movie's making a billion dollars. You you know that, right? You do realize that. And you do realize the Swift kids aren't getting into an R-rated Deadpool. I don't care how much they bat their eyes. They, they okay. will be batting their eyes. Get, I don't care how that. much. They, no, no, no. I don't care how much they bat their eyes. They're not getting into a rated R Deadpool movie. Um, I'm not talking. It's not even the Swift kids. There's, there's a little, plenty of those Swift adults, too. <laughs> I still don't give a shit. I know, but I'm just saying, if, if, if it has a swift factor, that movie's making a billion dollars. 
All right, I'm ending the show before you totally ruin my evening. Well, I'll try not to ruin your evening. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> <laughs> Which will ruin my evening. <laughs> All right, so, and okay, now we'll bring it, us to the end of this episode covering Loki. Loki and the terrible, horrible, really, really, really messed up timelines. Should there be a season three? Absolutely not. You ended it with um, oh, it's it's done. Yeah, there, there will be no season three. It's like yeah, this is done. This is this is done. So uh, I am your host, David Simmons, and uh, you know, Kyle. Thank you for joining me and filling in as always. Yeah, I, 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 I can can I address that real quick before we close out? Did sure. I just say something? Um, sure. So yes, I saw I saw your post where Mark Mark is going to be making his triumphant return this year to discuss Marvel things with you. And I just one, I'm glad he's going to be back, and then he's in a position to come back and um, be be a part of the show again. And it's been fun f- filling in. And you know, there might be some drastic things in the Marvel universe that I just have to you know alter to hop hop through via an alternate timeline and re-raid this podcast because i might need to discuss them with you guys well uh, in that case we might have to reach into a branch timeline and pull your boy kevin out well i i mean that 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 is a distinct possibility but no i have i have been honored to keep the chair warm but i am glad i will tell you i will tell you deadpool 3 we'll do uh marvel cast and true believers yeah that will work something We'll work something out with that, but no, it, I just want to, you know, just say it has been my pleasure to keep the seat. I've only been keeping the seat warm for Mark. I had, had no intent of uh, taking it over, but Mark, it's ready for you, and uh, glad to have you back. Going to be glad to have you back and hearing your MCU thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, you know what? In the best way, the best cringiest. Way and you thought the line of high ground was cringy, but in the best way possible, we are going to welcome Mark back. Well, and he, did, he, he deserves it as no, long as long. No, that, 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 that somehow the yeah. Hurleman has returned. Yeah, I, I just hope I, I just hope you don't have to make him re um do episodes of Secret Invasion. That's all I'm saying. He doesn't deserve that. I don't want them to leave again. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, good. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want them to leave again. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, but no, Mark Herleman will be back. Uh, we will be back on the regular Marvel cast or Mightiest Podcast uh, show, our flagship show, reviewing the five episodes of Echo. In our our segment, our spotlight segment, uh, Silent Devils, and and hopefully David Sendon will make that as long as there isn't a um, rerun of the Eros tour in IMAX. Kyle! Why? Why do you make me cry? Oh, go back in your timeline and make Kevin cry. Go, go, go! Just call me Kyle the Conqueror. Well, I I will tell you one thing, right? Mm-hmm. You'll last longer than Kane. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh come on, man! I don't think you have a history of screwing up with women, do you? Uh, that uh, at least I that I'm not knowing of. Nobody, nobody, no, no lawsuits have been thrown against me yet. No charges, so I think I think I'm in the clear. I think your cats have you under good babysitting watch lock. Anyway, uh, there's that too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, gang. So that'll do it. And thanks for joining us. And uh, uh, remember. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. I know what this place is. Thanks for listening to Loki and the terrible, horrible, really, really, really messed up timelines. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. A Marvel cast, Earth's mightiest spinoff podcast, covering Loki, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. We protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract, breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. Do I get a weapon? Nah. You really believe in this Loki variant? Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. It's adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me. I'm ten steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Oh, you have studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? All Things MCU Marvel is a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. This podcast is meant for informational purposes only, all rights reserved. No infringement is intended.